this that rated R With the homie Shaw They telling me to stop But I ain't even start Tryna keep it real Tryna keep it raw Something you can feel And help you change your thoughts Yeah, this that rated R With that homie Shaw Getting vulnerable yeah. Showing you my scars Nah, I ain't got no chill I do it for my guy Hey, why we do it? Said I do it for my guy Yeah, yeah, yeah What's going on, everybody? Once again, welcome to the Rated R Podcast. We are live and direct. And man, I have the most special guest that you could have on the show. Oh my gosh, man. Let me let me uh let me go ahead and, and roll off the credentials real quick. Man, so I have uh an entrepreneur, the owner of Agape Love Events, uh, an educator. Oh man, she's beautiful. She's intelligent. She knows how to pick her man. Um, she is the wow. the mother of my three children. We are parents together. This is the one and the only Jasmine Lowry. Y'all make some noise out there in the in the social media verse all that y'all y'all make some noise for my baby right here this this is my baby oh thank you that was such a sweet introduction i was hoping it was i I hope it was as sweet as that cupcake that you know we just eating but um and you want to put your business out there but this is rated r podcast so you know this is what we're gonna do keep it real and raw yeah yeah, is relevant a part of it? Oh, it can be if that's okay. what, if that's what you wanted to be, baby. You know, I ain't yeah. gonna argue with you. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate it. Not on the podcast, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, this is gonna be a fun episode, guys. Yeah. Um, uh, just a little disclaimer: you may or may not hear Joy. Uh, Joy decided she wants to make some noise on this podcast too. She she's uh, refused to go to sleep. And so we uh, have her close by. So you might hear a little whimper or something like that. That's not me. That's not Jasmine. You know, just, you know, uh, just give me a little disclaimer. She might show up on the show. Yes. And Joy is our seven week old baby. For those of you that don't know. If you don't know, now you know, you know. All right. So (laughs) you stopped at that point. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, uh, I heard the next part. I mean, it coming. is rated R, but I no, mean, but you I, don't have to. I ain't got to always, We're not gonna. you know, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any Biggie fans out there? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Tupac. <laughs> you know, me and Tupac got the same birthday. Y'all do. And of course, my mom remembers. I grew up listening to Tupac, y'all. My yeah. mom loves Tupac. The un, the Unfiltered. unedited. I, mean, I would have loved to have Tupac on on a rated R episode. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he probably would have stole every kind of thunder that I had. But you know, <laughs> it's cool. You going? You, so all funny. right, so we want to we want to oh, definitely yeah, hear from sorry. from uh, Miss Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, this is kind of a follow up uh, in part to the last episode that we had, which was dealing with. The one woman, man, the the dynamic of is it possible for a man to be faithful, to, for a man to commit to one woman for his whole life? Um, and, and, you know, once again, this is not 
a, a judgment episode where we're trying to, you know, make people feel like if if I'm not married, if I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, committed to someone long term and all that, you know, it's part of what we want to do is just have a conversation and and this is for the culture, you know. So I want to go ahead and just just throw it out there, Jazz. What did mm-hmm. you think about that topic? What did you think about that question? Is it possible for for a man to uh, to to be committed to one woman? Like, is is that is that mm-hmm. a thing? You know, that whole black men don't cheat. That's out there now. What you think mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. So from what I know, I'm just speaking from what I know, I grew up with both my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. They were married. Um, my dad, of course, to my knowledge, I never knew him to cheat on my mother. Um, I saw my grandparents married. And I guess because he was in the military too, just being exposed to other cultures, like you would hear about people getting divorced. And it wasn't just <laughs> black men that were quote unquote cheating. Right. So um yeah, I, I do believe it is possible, but um for for black men to be faithful to their wives, but I also feel like look, we grew up watching BET, VH1, all that stuff, mm-hmm. big pimping, all that. Like I saw men not being with just one big woman. Big pimping, spinning cheese, uh, <laughs> big pimping, being a lady. Uh, yeah, I don't know all the words, but I yeah. know the song. You know, we all know that. So I mean, we all know that song, and right. well, not we all, but I know that song. A lot of people. Yeah, I think our li- many of our ni- listeners are you know familiar with that. But yeah, I mean that yeah. but that's real. Like I I think that that is that set a precedent for a lot of men to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, like I'm trying to be big pimping like Jay-Z. <laughs> and people was big pimping before Jay-Z. Sure they were. So, um speaking that's of that, go ahead, Jazz. Like I, I know yeah. that you definitely gave us some great feedback yeah. about um keeping a holistic, historical, sociological perspective in mind. <laughs> As we <laughs> as we try to you know process this conversation, go ahead and take it away, baby. Go ahead, you know, let them know. Well, as Shad had said, when I listened to the previous podcast that Shad did with Jamar, I just all I could keep thinking about is just the history of the black family in America. You know, mm. stemming back to slavery and how at our core, you know. And we think about even in the motherland, right? You know, very, very much so like um, the village mentality. So, yes, we would have the mother, the father, the husband, the wife, the the children. Um, and then to come here to America and we are looked at, as my mom always says, as black people, we were viewed as livestock. Mm. We were not viewed as humans. So you would have the husband and the wife, you know, maybe not on paper, but you know, the man and the woman and the children. And what do they do? They rip the husband away from the family unit and use him to impregnate women all around the plantation or maybe even other places. And I'm not sure if this is within the Willie Lynch letter Um, But I know those of you that know of what that is, um, it was it was intentional. Mm -hmm. They wanted to make sure that the the husband, not the husband, let's just say the male in this case, um, was ripped away from his family to prevent any type of attachment. So even after slavery, this same kind of gigolo male. um, Should I say gigolo? (laughs) 
I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word. I'm sorry, y'all. But um, yeah. Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. So, you know, <laughs> we're, we're used to, I don't want to say we're used to, but I just think if that was something that was just typical as the wives, as the woman, just say, oh, well, I'm used to at any moment the father of my children can be ripped away from me. And then the man is just used to being with all these different women. Like it's ingrained in us. If that makes yeah. any sense, you know? And then the children seeing that. And um, yeah, there's other thoughts I have too. So I don't want to continue to just keep talking, talking, talking. No. Well, I think what you're hitting on is that there's trauma that's connected to mm-hmm. what's happening in our communities. Yeah. Um, and what happens is like people can, profit off of our trauma and make us think that, oh, this is, you know, this is actually, uh, not to say like, this is just okay, but like, you know, a lot of times, even how we kind of flip the use of the N-word, you know, uh, we could say, oh man, like, you know, this is this word that was used to to, to, uh, demean us, nigger, but now, you know, what's up, my nigga? Like, you know, to go from there to that, and then now it's kind of like, all right, well, I want to, um, I don't know if that's the best example, but I guess no, in my mind, that's good. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's just like how how we can often take something that caused so much pain mm. um, and use it to mm-hmm. uh, paint this picture of what, of, or to define what ma- a, a man is. Right. Um, and specifically in the black community, I think that that is, that's hard. You know, like we look at how, you know, these are the pictures that were painted, for, especially in hip hop and um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I feel like it's important to address those things that like these things don't just come out of nowhere. And right. so, um, right. we're dealing with generations of trauma, generations of, you know, relationships that have had a hard time just staying together, like just surviving, Yeah. you know? So I think now that we're in a position that, Hey, like we're making choices, we're, we're doing things, um, because we believe in them and right. that they're right and you know um but it's but it's still hard you know so still so yeah. hard and i think i had mentioned this to you prior to many of you may or may not have seen it fences um i know they turned mm-hmm. it into a film it was um originally it's like um, a theater so yeah it was a play okay um but just even watching that where it was like hey you know I always thought that the reason why black men cheated was because the stereotype of black women, what we're overbearing, you know, we can be loud, aggressive, argumentative, all those different things. But then you have this film, you know, portraying the wife who's in the house, she's cleaning, she's cooking, she's doing pretty much everything that, mm-hmm. you know, a man would want. Right. Shout but out to then, Viola Davis. Yeah. It, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I feel like in that character, it's like I can see my mom, I can see my grandma, I can see all these different women in my life where it's like, hey, you're doing everything right. And then not to say that my father did this to my mother because he didn't, but I'm just saying he goes and he still steps out on her mm-hmm. and he makes a baby. And it's like, why? I started to think like, OK, what do I see even in my own family? Why are men not being faithful, going off to you know, 
<laughs> I don't, well, this is making an assumption. I know not all men do this, but you know, going to the strip club, drinking, doing all these things, exposing yourself to putting yourself in tempting situations. Cause I feel like in fences, do you remember Rashad? Did he end up like having a baby by someone that he was going out to get drinks with? You know, I can't remember okay. right off. I do remember the craziest part of that whole movie was the fact that his wife decided to like help raise that child. Because the mother died in labor. Oh, that's what happened? Yes, okay. she okay. died in labor, which is another thing my mother was telling me was very common back in the day. I just love history, y'all. So I was trying not to go super, super deep with it. But when Rashad and I go deep, this is the Rated R podcast, we have a lot of things in common grandfather's passing because they're alcoholics. Um, and I know there's, I'm sure, a lot of infidelity infidelity involved in that, hearing other people in my family sharing stories where they're like, yeah, my dad, he <laughs> unfortunately was making babies on my mom. Hmm. Several, hmm. you know, and being married. And it's like, where does that become okay? Why yeah. is that okay? Um, but yeah, I guess the question is... Um, yeah, like, is that just our culture, though, you know? Or do other cultures not, you know, mask it a little bit easier? Listen, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm I, a firm believer, and that's why, I, you know, I try not to make this conversation just about our people, mm-hmm. like people of color. Right. Like, I, I know that this is a bigger issue. Yeah. Um, and I do think that people mask it a whole lot easier because, especially when you have that Money. green. I know. We're both saying that green. <laughs> You know, everything you can hide behind that screen. But That's yeah, true. like people wear a mask about it. I think this is the type of thing that is uh, it's a universal issue is, you know, faithfulness and commitment. Mm. Um, but I do feel like, you know, just what you're hitting on, Jazz, I, I believe that there's just I, I feel like we're coming up on a on a point. Um, where we can address it and really try to change it, which is what this whole conversation is. Yeah, it's just about self awareness. Mm-hmm. Like we can't be able, we're not able to change something mm-hmm. if we're not aware That's of good. what's going on. That's and so happening. I think it's good. And I think that in in years past and generations past, it seems like these things were just passed down, passed down, passed down, mm-hmm. and. You know, nobody's talking about it really. Right. It's and like, oh yeah, grandpa, grandpa and grandma did get divorced, or you know, I notice <laughs> nobody yeah. talks about it. But right, there's 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 that that uncle that don't got the same daddy as everybody else's daddy, but nobody was like kind of addressing mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Because we can go to the family reunion, we can go to you know, it's and it's it's kind of like there's so many stories there that are untold, and I think that. There's a lot of pain that people harbor from that. Mm. But at the same time, we are the ones that have the ability, that have the opportunity to bring healing to these places. Mm. And so that uh, some people may call them generational curses Mm -hmm. or just, you know, trauma, what have you. Those things don't have to continue. Mm -hmm. And so I think those are the reasons why we want to have this conversation while we want to um, change the narrative and paint the picture, not to be ignorant that like these things don't still happen and people make choices, people make decisions and you make your bed, you got to lay in it. But at the end of the day, don't say that you can't be aware now, you know? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I 
definitely want to um, add is just kind of some of the things that I feel like are important to highlight about why uh, committed relationships, uh, specifically from a male perspective, mm-hmm. are uh, worth going for. Because I think there's so many reasons people can make about why um, it's, it's okay to cheat or why it's okay to, um, you know, uh, not or not even it may not even be cheating. It might just be like, I don't even want to get married or I don't want to do that because of this picture. But to mm-hmm. me, I mm-hmm. think for me and Jazz, I'd love for you to share as well, because it's mm-hmm. not just from a male perspective. I, 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 I yeah. value making sure that we have. Uh, female voices to add to this, but I definitely want to continue to mm-hmm. push forward. Like, Hey, like what is the picture for you jazz? And mm-hmm. I can also share too. What is the picture for you that lets you know, Hey, like I definitely want to get married. Like, what was it for you? What yeah. was it? Because you didn't like you, I, I know at one point you were like, I'm satisfied just being by myself, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah. like for you, what was it that said, you know what? Like, this is worth it for me. Yeah. So just, piggybacking on what he just said, like there was a season where I was like, Hey, like I'm good being by myself because I got tired of dating. I just, mm. I felt like I'm just tired of just going through, Oh, this is my name. This is blah, blah, blah. Come meet my family. Like I just, I was tired, but what made it worth is. Hold, worth hold up. Time. How, how many people were that? How, how many? See, look, you, really? you, you hear my, you hear my problem? Exactly. This he, is he my knows. problem. That's a lie. That's not even true. He <laughs> knew me all through college. You knew every dude that I dated. <clears throat> if you're listening, <laughs> you're no, right. Stop. Okay. You're right. I do know. Exactly. I do know who you are. Yeah. yeah you so there we know go. Who I dated. But go ahead. I'm stop. Sorry. And I knew who you dated or just talked to. You ain't date nobody, really. That's a whole other conversation. It is. Yep. yep. Um, but yep. um, to get back to what he was sharing, what made me know it was worth it is because of you, really, Rashad. I feel oh, like oh. it's true. I mean, you have to, in my, not you. Gosh, I don't want to say put everyone in the same boat as me. But for me, I knew that whoever I wanted to marry, I had, you know, a lot of y'all got it out there, maybe in your journal or maybe even, maybe it's just in your head. But I knew what I was looking for and it. Mainly a man that loved God, you know, someone I could be myself with and have fun with, and that wanted to get married too. Not mm-hmm. someone I had to twist their arm. And you shared with me like what you wanted, how many kids you wanted, all those little things, you know, what you want to do in life. And I was like, oh, okay. Some of our goals align. And you were just fun. You became my best friend. So for me, I hope I just answered the question. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's the person and just really getting to know you. And I'm like, cool. Like, we start off as friends and then, you know, snowballed into mm. dating and then got engaged, married, pregnant very quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and here uh, we are. Yeah, I, I can take some credit for that, you know. Um, yes, a lot of credit. You can take all of it. See, listen, I, I'm not the opener and closer of the womb but uh you know oh, anyway, that's true well you know what? that's I, right but i yeah you need to give some you need to give all the glory to the lord <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes so i guess wait i hope i did answer the question those well, so, of you that so are it's, it's okay it's okay, okay. yeah okay. um i think i think so what i'm gonna do is just kind of share a, a couple of top things for me um i'm not sure how many i have 
for sure. But I think just a, a few things that 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 make it worth the. Uh, I, guess, I don't know if it's worth the wait. Is what I'm trying to say. But I think this is what makes it worth it to say, like you know what, if if I have to decide between uh, not committing to someone. And just thinking that the grass may be greener somewhere else, or I can just kind of live this life where uh, I can be big pimping, um, mm. and I can just you know try to find the next thing because mm. I don't want to commit out of a fear that uh, you know what I might find something better because that was me yes. um, at one point. It was, and I think, and and, and <laughs> I think what I had to identify, and I think for some people this is what you have to do is be able to say, you know what. What are the things that I know I won't experience if I don't commit? Mm. If I don't say, "Hey, this is the person I want to I want to find someone that I can grow with." It's not that you have to find the perfect person. It's being able to say, "You know what? I want I want to be able to experience the uh, the safety and security that comes from being with someone long term." To be able to say, you know, I can really be my true self. I can be vulnerable, mm-hmm. like Jazz says. We can. We are. We're best friends. Yeah. There's times when we don't like each other, but guess what? We know that we're committed to each other. So yeah. it's not a question about whether or not we're gonna stay with each other. There we go. There's security there. There's there's the um, as in the scriptures it says they were naked and unashamed. So they were before each other, and so there's a level of vulnerability, um, security, all that's there okay. because you've committed to that person. Um, yeah. uh, I think something else that is also really important for me is that, you know, and when you make that commitment, you see, and this is the picture I, I want to um, kind of take a, a, a quick second to share uh, something I remember seeing. And this is actually um, uh, some members of, a church that we were part of, mm-hmm. I remember seeing this couple uh, and they're actually elders at the church, but there's this couple, they're a very vibrant couple, um, a different race, they're inter- interracial couple. But when we saw them dance, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, like, look at them, man. Like they've been married for maybe 10, 12 mm-hmm. years. I don't know, maybe longer than that, mm-hmm. but we would watch them dance and they would literally like steal the show. And I was like, man, like, I want to be able to dance like that. Like I know that they could dance and you can learn how to dance, but mm-hmm. the way that they dance together, yeah, it was like, man, like they really Incredible. know each other. They mm-hmm. really love each other. And mm-hmm. you could tell that that translated in different areas, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm talking about. And so in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> yo, like I want to be able to dance like that. Yeah. But, you know, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes effort and learning each other you you're not gonna be able to just go dancing somewhere and you might be able to like have a partner and you know you know hit it off or whatever but to be able to see and be able to know that person's next step before they make it mm, that's good to be able to uh um, takes practice yeah, right? yeah 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 so those are the things that i feel like are super important um mm. to like two becoming huh. one you know and so i think two can't become one if you're not committed like you can't that's good. You can't do that. And that's what marriage ultimately is intended to do is two people becoming one. And, one, yeah. and um, yeah, so. Yeah. And of course, I know the podcast is going to be coming to an end, but I think at some point it'd be really good even for us, Shad, to process that even what we view as marriage here in America may look different 
the mm-hmm. polygamy oh, yeah. and things like that. And, um, you know, I won't go into a long mm. spur into the like, You could. I but... could, but I'm not. Um, yeah, I taught ESOL, English as a Second Language, to adults. Right. And I had a student who was a Muslim. And I love what he told me. He said, I could have multiple wives because of my faith, but mm. I'm going to choose not to. It is hard enough to take care of one wife. Mm, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> no, but I thought yeah. about it. I was like, that is a huge responsibility, you know? And then him explaining the history as to why men would do that in mm. the past or mm. maybe even presently do it. So, yeah, like those of you that if that's your faith and you do have multiple wives, we're not trying to bash you at this point because if, you're yeah. married to them, and that's like you know, right? A right, part of your right. faith. That's something I had thought of, but yeah. it's hard work to take care of one of us, right, Sean? Could you could you imagine having like ten wives? It, uh, I don't know. I couldn't be one of them, okay? Because I can only share myself with one. I don't know. That's just how I'm wired. I'm lost for words. Yeah, that's a lot of work, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I appreciate your input, babe. I think Thank you, you added so much and i know our listeners appreciate it man last thing i just say was i think laughter is also a a Mm -hmm. key indicator of love and intimacy um and i just love being able to laugh with you you know Um, i know we've been laughing a lot lately y'all just everything yeah it's been fun laugh to keep from crying Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just gotta laugh at each other. <laughs> we laugh, but at we each other. laugh with each other. You we know? do. Yeah. So I love you. You're doing a great job. <sighs> oh, I love you more. I know. I hope. Thank still, you. I hope we love each other the same. The same. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love each other more than we love our children. Okay, that was weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. We do. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, we will have. Uh, Jamar and Shakima chiming in pretty soon. So this is not the the end of the episode, but keep listening in. They're going to take over and uh, share as well. All right. Peace. Cool. All right. All right. All right, people. Well, I just want to say thank you to the Lowry's for sparking that off. And now I am here. Well, let me first let it be known. It is Jamar with the Rated R Podcast. And I am with the lovely, lovely Shakima, a.k.a. Kiki Daniels, my wife, my lover. She is the CEO and founder of the Key Team, which is a local real estate company here in RVA. Um, She is my wife and she is an amazing mother amongst many other things, an educator of life, a mentor. And I just want to say I am, uh, I am humbled to be amongst you and here we are (laughs) recording. So indeed. Yes, we are. It's me, Kiki. Um, I'm the co-founder. Can't cut out my uh, other half in business, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Of the key team, um, I am here with Jamar with two R's for Radar R podcast. Radar R, two R's, Radar <laughs> Jamar. Just to continue the conversation that you guys were, you and Rashad had last week, and then also just to throw in more perspective, um, 
following Rashad and Jasmine as well. Cool, cool, cool. And um, one thing that they did start off with was they kind of talked about the history. Yes. And the history of the stigma. And, I mean, they really hit on a lot of key stuff. Right. Um, Talking about the Willie Lynch and, you know, how, you know, slaves were treated and divided Mm -hmm. and, you know, mentally and physically just abused. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we can piggyback and talk a little bit about that and maybe talk about your experiences and what you've seen and all that stuff. So, So, yeah. Um, So, my background, I grew up in a single family household single parent um just my mom I have two older brothers and two younger sisters um I unlike a lot of people who have like half brothers well excuse me people who share like a mom but maybe have um excuse me they might share a dad and have the same mom like Mm -hmm. multiple siblings in the family in my family all five of us had a different father so um you know I witness male relationships countless of times and I mean that's no like disrespect to my mom or anything um of course of course just just I witnessed I witnessed the the effect of the one woman man or it's it's not happening but then I also witnessed my mom as a woman being not a one man kind of woman Interesting. So, you know, I've seen it on both sides. Right. And I feel like I'm able to speak to both of them. Um, my father has maybe seven or eight kids. I really okay. don't know. I, I'm at the point now where he, when he brings up a name I've never heard of, yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I don't know who that is. I hear you. Um, he, growing up in Tidewater, it's a military area. Mm-hmm. So my dad was in the Navy. My dad has children probably everywhere he was stationed. Maybe I don't even know, and my mom. Um, most of most of my siblings' fathers were also in the military as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because of the hub where we were, you know. So, what about your background? Well, mm-hmm. as I have spoken in uh, the past, my parents were also in the military as well. They were both in the Air Force, and they got married at nineteen. Ooh. Um, very very young. Um, but they pretty much. Through the through the blessings of God, man, they really got to travel the world together. Um, you know, now which I which I think is 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 definitely a rarity because my parents are still together, man. Shout out to my parents, man. Yeah, shout out Holding to them. Holding it down, man. Holding it down, down with the grandkids. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Notice it's it's, it's gonna it's be quiet. Right here. It's be quiet on this <laughs> one because you know we got the little one Jackson. He's on vacay with the with the grandparents, so you know. But yeah, um. My 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 background was mother and father, but I will uh, I will speak on this. Um, you know, my father's background. Um, his father wasn't really around, and it was mm-hmm. kind of the same situation where he had you know several children, children and, yeah. and things like that. And um, you know, also you know, with my mother, uh, you know, she was her mother and father are still together. Yes. Um, to this day. However, there was a relationship outside of the marriage and, you know, my grandfather ended up conceiving uh, another child. So okay. I am familiar uh, with 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 these items that we talk about. You know, you know when saying? I think about that situation, you're familiar with and it's kind of Jasmine spoke about it a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's that one uncle 
who doesn't have the same mom. You're you're familiar with like the one where we keep it quiet. Yeah, for they sure. They don't really talk about it. For sure. It's just like, oh, this is your uncle, and it's like, yeah. When did this? But nobody, we don't want to talk about that. He's here now. Let's just, you know. Yeah, it's and and that's the thing, man. You know. Rashad, you talk about the culture, and we, we know, we talk about you know learning from the past, so yeah, we can yeah. better maneuver in the future. You know, that's one thing. Is you know, I had to learn on my own and kind of put two and two together and kind of do my own research because it wasn't really brought to me to say, "Hey, this is what had happened." You know, right. this is what's happening. You know, here's the relationship. This, you know what I mean. I don't really. And, get and to that. their defense, they don't owe it. People don't owe us anything. You're right, but. I can see how for growing up around that, it can be kind of, if you're left to figure it out. Right. You know, you know, you and that's the thing. But the, and the risk is that sometimes when you are left to figure things out, you can make assumptions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without doing the proper research, you can make a lot of assumptions and then you can be misguided. But regardless, um, I feel like I got pretty, uh, you know, hip and okay. I, I, I understand what happened and, you know. Right. It's all good. I am going to speak from, I guess, the perspective of me growing and seeing the things that I saw. And Yeah. I remember being, like, freshman year of college, PCU, but around <laughs> I remember I went to, like, a forum about, like, uh, growing up in single-parent households and, like, the effect of it on children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went, and I remember... One of the speakers, and I don't remember their name, they said children who grew up in single-family households, sometimes, you know, they go off and not repeat the same cycle. They come up, you know, do their own thing. And then you have the ones who grow, and it teaches them what they think they should be doing. And I remember hearing that and thinking to myself, I had never, A, thought I was going to get married. It wasn't something that I dreamt about. I didn't watch bridal. I wasn't, like, engulfed in it. It was like the furthest thing from my mind i remember thinking though oh i'll probably have a kid one day completely skipped the man and it was just like oh i'll probably have a kid i imagined myself oh i'll probably have a baby where i don't know i I guess i was just gonna have a baby from somebody but i didn't expect them to stay wow yo yo wait so you're saying that you kind of like I don't want to put words into the situation, but mm-hmm. you kind of disregarded the male. Yeah, like, thought... I did not think anything of it. Like, oh, I'm going to have a baby one day. We'll probably, you know, live here. Like, I did not even consider a partner. And I think that that within itself can show you kind of the effect of of not seeing a, a male figure at all. Right. One, because my dad wasn't present in my life. Um, I, I met him when I was six, and then I we I didn't see him again until I was uh, ten, and then fourteen, and then that, after that it was kind of on me to like establish when we would see each other. Mm-hmm. But then it also speaks to not having consistency, um, hmm. you know. And I think that's one of the key things when it comes to being in a one man or monogamous relationship, one partner relationship. That consistency definitely has an effect on. The, the children that are watching. Yeah, indeed. And I definitely think we'll get more into it, man. And I kind of want to explore this, you know, of, you know, you kind of naturally disregarding the male, man. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to understand more about that. Um, And you kind of spoke about the reasons why. But please, if you got more, tell us more about that, man. I mean, it's just, I didn't, 
I saw men in my house. Yeah. My mom, my, my, my house growing up, but I didn't see them providing the things that I saw them providing weren't beneficial because mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, there was no stability when it came to, um, like the household. Like, right. you know, we moved a lot. We kind of, we jumped around a lot. I've right. been in 13 schools and you only in school from K through 12. Right. You know. It's like almost every year. So every year I was shifting and moving and doing something different. And so uh, I remember Jasmine spoke kind of about this when she was saying like, you know, at one point she just wanted to be single because she got tired of dating. Right. For me, it was like, I thought that I had to be single in order to get where I needed to be because I, I saw my mom in relationships that weren't getting her where she needed to be. So I thought, okay, if I'm single, I can I can get to I can achieve my goals because I don't have to worry about this guy or this guy or right. this guy or this guy. Right, right. So right. it's like go to school, I made straight A's, got grants, went to college, and I'm like, okay, boom, like I'm I did this, I'm doing this. Right. Still not thinking, oh, I'm gonna meet someone. Like none of that. You know, and so I, I definitely just see how, you know, it's very, it can be very beneficial to having one partner. But also something I didn't speak on was my, my own grandparents. Yeah, who I let's love, hear about Who that. I love dearly. Yeah. Um, but and my grandmother, it's, it's, the, it's the history. My grandmother stood by my grandfather way too long, if you ask me. Okay. My grandfather had multiple children and not in different states. My grandfather had all his kids living like around the corner from each other. Wow. All his ladies. To this day, well, he might not listen to this. He still got two girls. Like, <laughs> he, still has, he still has two girlfriends. And you know, because every time you meet one, yeah, you get yeah, confused. Yeah, 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 and I have yeah. to say, no, that's not her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they so, do the kind of, he got a type, I he, guess. He has like, and they both look alike. And so it's just like, but anyways. But no, my, my grandmother... Met my grandfather when she was 19. She just moved from Tennessee. And, you know, my, my granddad, got, he got green eyes. And next yeah. thing you know, she's like, oh, I'm in love. And then she had my mom. And then my grandmother and my grandfather had four children together. Yeah. In between those four children, there are other children from other relationships. But it shows you my grandmother kept going back. Right. Kept going back. Right. My granddad probably never left. Mm-hmm. And so... At a young age, I did recognize that I didn't want that. Right. I remember, and I remember telling you this, a child will not keep me in a marriage. Right. I'm not staying married, quote unquote, for the sake of the kids. Right. Because I saw my grandmother do that, and I saw how it affected her. Right. And I saw... How did it affect her? It, it took a toll on her to the point that she didn't value herself. And then when she finally did leave my grandfather, she ended up in an abusive relationship. Right. And then, you know, he's not valuing her. You know, he's beating on her. He, like, even beat her in front of me. Like, he chased us down in the car. Like, I'm seeing my grandmother literally, like, just be with someone for the sake of having someone. I see. And I don't think that that, that's not healthy either. Right. But I think, you know, and then so years later, you know, she's single. She figures it out. She gets herself together. And, that's you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But those experiences, so I witnessed my grandfather you know, do do my grandmother basically dirty. Uh-huh. And then on the flip side, I see my mom doing guys dirty. Right. And then at a young age, I kind of felt like that was like empowering because she was like, when she was done, like you had to go. When she was over, you on to the next one. 
But then I can see how that could be confusing too, because it's like, what is it that you're looking for that you keep like jumping exactly. around? Exactly. I think naturally we all get that question in our mind, like, why are we doing this and right. what's the point? You know right. what I mean? Right. So it's it. I I've seen the negative effects mm-hmm. of men not committing to one woman. I haven't seen it done in my own personal realm. Not you know someone else may out here may have figured out that's on them. I have not seen it done cleanly. Right. I haven't seen it done without a hitch. I mean, and, and although nothing's perfect, I haven't seen it done where everybody benefits. It's the kids are, are thriving, the husband, the wife, and maybe the other wife. Right. Excuse me, every or or girl, maybe side girl, because they don't. I'm not necessarily speaking about polygamy, in the sense of maybe just you're you have this commitment here, but then you have all these other distractions on the side. Right. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't understand how that can be done and, and be functional. Yeah, no, no. It's interesting because the uh, the the last story that Jasmine was saying, how she was uh, teaching um, an Islam gentleman, um, you know, English, and how he said, you know, my religion allows me to be polygamous. However, it's something that I'd rather not be able to entertain and because, you know, it's a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a... It's a balancing game. It's 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 different personalities. You know what I mean. And she ha- she asked Rashad, you know, what would you do if you had ten wives? I'm like, <laughs> yo, what do I hit my time? I'm getting pulled in so many different directions. And again, you know, well, you can't multitask. So that's that. I mean, I do. I'm a I'm a one <laughs> bite at a time kind of guy. You know, I can't multitask if I have to. But you know, I kind of like to do it. I unitask. Okay. So <laughs> unitask. You know. That's just the way I operate. <laughs> but but yeah, man. Um it's interesting, man, because you know, we talk about monogamy and we talk about commitment and a and a and a, and a dear dear friend of mine was talking about, you know, he posed the question, you know, can someone be committed but not monogamous? And mm. I think it's 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 such a it, it it's it's an interesting question and you know, I'm wondering, you know, maybe what are your thoughts on that situation? I you know? don't understand how one can be committed and not be monogamous. Commitment in terms of what? Like, can he be committed to cooking dinner but not be monogamous? I yeah, think, of course he can. Right, right, right. But can right. he be committed to fulfilling all of woman A's needs? Right. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and still... Uh, you know, go out and do, I guess, something else with someone else. Right. He probably can. People do that all the time. Yeah. That's how people have these families and these relationships that people don't know about. Right. So, I mean, I I, I guess for that question, to me, it's kind of like the answer is easy. It's, yeah, people do it all the time. Right. Can he do it forever? No. Yeah. That yeah 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 that that's def- that's definitely because a, eventually a good point. he's going to slack off in some kind of department, and that's when it's going to be like okay what's going on with you yeah. what you've been doing next thing you know, it's a five year old little girl exactly I feel <laughs> like there you're gonna get pulled in so many directions and you know there's gonna be a lack of need on somebody's part somebody has to give you know yeah somebody's gonna have to give and I mean such is life but. I don't know. You know what I mean? Me in my situation, you know, I think we can go into the next the next topic. Or no, I don't know. We can chill yeah, on can it. Go, can we go. can chill on it. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, 
the the benefits and okay. what was it that confirmed that marriage was worth it for me um for you or for me for us okay I mean, yeah. um so jamar and i to the audience and was it the the, the podcast world the podcast jamar people. and i did not do things quote unquote what's the word what's the word like orthodox i guess yeah we looked at traditional the traditionally um, Jamar and I met. We dated for three years. Um, we found out we were having a baby. Mm-hmm. We weren't even living together. Mm-mm. We moved. I moved into his place. I let go of my place. Um, and we had a baby. Mm-hmm. And then about eighteen months later, eighteen? No, Jackson was eight months. Eight months later, yeah, we got married. Eighteen. Eight, he was eighteen months. Eight months later, Jamar proposed. I said yes, and then we got married, and we did everything else, quote unquote, the traditional wet and bought house, all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, but what was it for me? I think that in in my case, it helped that I was not. I didn't have a list. I didn't have stand. I had standards. Don't get me wrong. I didn't have these things set in stone that I needed a partner to be. Right. Because. I was still figuring out who I was. Right. And fortunately for us, we were able to do that together. And everybody can't. Some people have to figure out who they are and then meet, you know, Yeah, their it's so true. But for us, we were able to give each other that, that, that space to be able to figure oneself out while also maintaining a relationship. Um, communication was probably like... it's. And people ask, I feel like communication, we talk about communication probably daily in this house. Don't sleep on it, people. Because it is our way of just being transparent and getting to the point where no one has to question anything. Yeah. And so being that we were bringing those things into our relationship early, when it came time for me to say, okay, you know what? I think this guy is the one. Even though I have a baby with him, having a baby with you didn't make you the one. Right. Like... Let's, I'm going to be clear. That wasn't it for me. What was it for me was when you like got a second job and you were like hustling. Like, we have a kid on the way. I got to do this. You weren't always trying to find a, a, an escape for certain things. Yeah. Like, you would put your big boy shoes on and handle it. And it showed, it showed me, okay, this, this is what... You know, this is what a man is. A man is supposed to take care of his family. He's supposed to, to provide. Like, you wouldn't... And, um, you know, I have a medical condition. When I'm pregnant and I, I had an episode, you, mm-hmm. like, carried me to the to the car. You didn't even call it the ambulance. And I just remember thinking, like, he's so selfless. Right. Um, and, and I'm still... Mind you, I still don't have a, a clear guide of what a healthy marriage is at this point. I'm still... Um, figuring it out so i knew what worked for me yeah and i knew that when you presented yourself and say hey kiki will you marry me on the couch at ihop (laughs) 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 i was like yes i will this is we i want to do this thing called life with you because you don't you never have me second guessing you as a father or as as a as a spouse and i don't want to be with anybody that i have to like keep a side out for i don't want to have to go through your phone because i shouldn't have to do that Nah, i i, agree. I should be able trust trust was huge 
Um, not to mention, like, when you're with one person and you're not worried about them, like, stepping outside of your, your family bond or, you know, what, what you guys have created, it's it's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy. Why would you... And people people kill me when they talk about, like, oh, you know, well, so-and-so cheated. He might have used a condom. I highly doubt it. Because people <laughs> in this generation, even on TV shows... You don't even see guys grabbing the condom anymore. Nowadays, it's you want like getting straight yo, to it. So we want Henny in the Plan B, right? That's well. That's no. I don't want that. Not we, but, but some people want Henny in the Plan well, B. Well, I don't want those things. Um, but what I'm saying, <laughs> it's not even being promoted like on television to to have safe sex. So I highly doubt these people are are, are sleeping with woman A. Telling her they love her or whatever, whatever. Then going to women B and doing the same thing. She's going to be like, well, why are we using condoms? You love me. Like, let's... I mean, whatever. I don't know. That's, that's like my seductive voice. <laughs> but yeah. So I just think that um, it's not being portrayed. That, that Especially at one point, Jasmine asked about, um, like, or Rashad, I think, had asked, like, you know, do other races have these issues? The answer to that is yes. Yes. The reason why we have to even question it is because that's not portrayed on TV. Nah. We're the ones on TV being shown all these negative lights, which then projects onto children's minds. So they yeah. think this is how things are supposed to be big pimp. Like, like that whole ideal, like yeah. that's, that's from the, the media is projecting that. Yeah. And so we, you know, hashtag black love us people. We have to come in and be like, wait guys, no, there are healthy black yeah, for sure. families out here. You can have one husband or one woman for the rest of your life and it work. But yo, but it takes work. But this is exactly why, you know, you know, I think we decided to, you know, initiate this project because right. we have to be the counterculture. Right. You understand? And, you know, we have to be vigilant about it to let people know that, you know, this isn't how we live necessarily. You know what I right. mean? Like, we value, you know... Trust. Trust, discipline... Morals. Morals, <laughs> ethics. I mean, consistency is cool, man. I really can definitely appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And... You know, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about what was it that confirmed that marriage was worth what, it. There what was it for you? Several things. I mean... Other than the fact that I'm amazing. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> that small portion there. Um, I mean, I really had so many life lessons, man. And I was I was just stripped down to bare wood and, 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 and rebuilt. You know what I'm saying, and I was I was definitely stretched and challenged, and it helped me grow, and it it challenged me to like really go out there and and get it and sacrifice. But mm-hmm. with sacrifice, people comes reward. I I lied to you not. Um, and you know one thing that I I can't even disregard is faith, man. The power of God. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 we, we got went through this journey. Together. We get, Yo, we got baptized together, <laughs> bro. And you initiated that. I did. I'm over here like, oh, oh no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But was, when you did it, I was like, yo, I'm riding with her. You you know what yeah, I'm saying? I was like, I was about five months pregnant. And I, I had actually never went to church. It wasn't my thing. I had been, but it wasn't. I didn't go consistently until I met Jamar. And his mom and dad would say, let's go to church. And I would say, okay, let's go. Um, and then after going consistently and kind of getting more familiar with who God is how does this relate to me? 
you know, what's my standpoint on this? How can I stand strong in this? I was like, I'm going to get baptized. Yeah. I walked, gave myself my life over to Christ. And I, I kid you not, this was a key moment. I'll never forget that I turned around and you were standing right behind me. Yeah. And that moment, I remember I was wearing black. You had on a yellow and blue striped polo sweater. Like, I never... I still got that sweater, too. I will never forget that moment because looking, like, subconsciously, you had my back. Then, yeah. I turn around, you there, and you like, we doing this together. And it's just like, like, words can't even describe that feeling. Like, in that moment when I For saw sure. you, I was like, that's how I know we're doing the right thing. We're headed the right way. Yeah. So. And then since then, I feel like, you know... It's it's took off, man, and God has just shown us a lot, man. Like for real, man. We have been blessed with a lot. We have been able to, you know, come across amazing people. Shout out to the Lowrys. Yes, you know what the I'm Lowrys. And and that was strictly a, just like coming across something that Jasmine had posted. Yeah, and I was like, oh, we need. You know what? We need a babysitter. Oh, let me call her. And then I'm, I go talk to her. We have familiar friends in common. Yeah. And not to mention the Lowry's, let's just put them on the pedestal. <laughs> they are a, 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 a healthy black couple as well. Yeah. Jamar and I don't have a lot of married friends. Nope. We got married when we were 25. Oh, nope. I was, Jamar was, excuse me. I wasn't 25. Oh, maybe I was. I was 24, but you were like 26. Yeah. Either way, we got married. What some would say, quote unquote, was young, but I mean, not really to us. Yeah. Um, and um, so to meet a couple that that enjoy spending time together, we can go over to their house. They're more than welcome to come over ours. Our husbands get together. Me and Jasmine, the kids, like it's and having our kids see that because we at one point we all had boys. Um, Jasmine, you know, Jasmine and Rashad have a girl now, but yeah. still having our young our young impressionable children see their parents get together with people who are fun and functional. Yeah. It speaks volumes. And I know that what we're presenting to Jackson, what they're presenting to to their their two boys and their daughter is key. And they're going to be the next kids to kind of come up and, and, and and grow up in the quote unquote counterculture. But hopefully, and I pray by the time that they get, older and older that it becomes normal yeah they see it on tv they hear about it yeah it's not like we're some hidden gems because when i was growing up if you had a dad it was like i know it was this it was the same for me and i know we can go for hours and i think we'll continue this we'll definitely continue this kind you know this we can talk about it later you know oh yeah of course (laughs) we're definitely going to keep this momentum going yeah but and and that's what it's about man you know what i mean we want to encourage others to just to keep this harmony, to yeah. keep this, to keep this unity going, you know. Carry what the I mean? conversation yeah. on, seriously, with your friends, and you know, just establish that there is that it is possible. Yeah, and, and why it's and there's benefits, man. I I don't see it as a ball and chain. You know oh, what no. I mean? I don't see it as a ball and chain or not, man. And I just want to say that I'm having a an awesome time. Like I'm yes. having a good time. And cheers to so, us going yeah, on yeah. year five. Cheers, cheers, cheers to man. Us. 
onwards. So with that being said, man, we're going to wind it down, man. Yes. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you for having um, me. Yes, man. Thank you for coming. And thank you for keeping an open mind and just, you know, recording with me and just doing this thing, man. It's, 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 it's been a wild ride and we're going to keep riding. You know what I'm to saying? To the wheels fall off. To the wheel. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the wheels fall off, man. So we just going to keep this going, man. Um, You know what? Something, you know, research for y'all. I'm going to throw this in because one thing we didn't talk about was like well we talked about fences the movie yes. claudine claudine check it out man check out Claudine. shout out to james earl jones too yo yes um, check it out and yeah. then go from there from the with the conversation yeah man so have a night with your friends watch claudine and then get back to us yep so yeah we out man thank you for tuning in we are the daniels this is jamar with the rated r podcast and i hope y'all have a lovely evening man peace light love one Thank you for listening to Rated R, the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for more episodes. Follow us on IG at Rated R, the podcast. And if you really enjoyed this episode, leave us a comment or a review so others can tune in as well. Until next time, peace out. Peace out. Peace out.